Try it on the set. What? Here. Something in my hair. Yeah. It's really smoky down here right now, but we haven't even lit our cigars yet. And the reason is because we started the fire down here in the basement to keep warm. And it's like impossible to light this fire down here without smoking us out. We like smoke. Now let's light our cigars. You're listening to the Fight for Together podcast. Okay, tonight's episode is going to be all over the place. I wasn't even sure if I really wanted to record tonight, but then Cammie said she wanted to smoke cigars. Not that I need a reason to smoke. Well, you kind of do. We're not going to just like sit out in the cold or... Well, that's true. Come down here. Well, that's not true. Without recording a podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay. You know what? I, I, I don't... I kind of don't even want to talk about this, except for it's like, what's on my mind? And that makes me think that I should talk about it as soon as I light my cigar. It's my phone call today. <sighs> phone calls. I hate phone calls. I hate talking on the phone. Really? Really. Except except for with you. Are you just saying that? No, I'm not, actually. No, you're not saying that, or no, you're not joking? I'm not just saying that. I'm not joking. Oh, okay. I don't like phone calls. Phone calls give me anxiety for some reason. I'm better than I used to be about it, but I still don't like them. So this phone call today, I didn't really like. Hang on, let me light my cigar. Oh, crap. We're supposed to do an intro. I'm Cammie. And I'm Ben. And we've been together for 20 years. We have six children. And we talk about marriage and stuff that's going in our, on in our life. And we're told that we're honest and real and sometimes a little too TMI. So welcome to the podcast. Uh, just kidding. That was the <laughs> double intro. Um, okay, so uh, today I had this phone call. I'm going to make this quick because I don't really want to talk about this. And it was a, a person from my past. Our family is, we've, Cammie and I have gone through a lot of changes in the last couple of years, mostly dealing with things of faith and leaving faith and culture, the religious say. community. That's true. Very little of it actually has to do with real faith. It has to do with faith the, culture the culture that was created around a religion is that the way you'd phrase it uh sure okay so i was talking to this kind of like older friend um and him and i a friend you've had for in your life for a while 20 years yeah and yeah. about two years ago he kind of gave me this talk where he said, I think you should do this thing, fix this thing in your life. And until you really do or something like that, had that kind of vibe, I can't really uh, hang out with you or talk to you. So I was like, okay. I said, he, and he was basing that off of information he had heard from someone else. 
So I said, are you interested in hearing from my side? And he said, no. And I said, okay. Well, just I'd like you to know there's always two sides to a story, and I respect your decision, and let me know if anything changes. Which, you know, maybe you said respect, but I don't know if you meant accept your decision. Because I think it's a bummer anytime someone... It's one thing if they say, like, I can't handle you, so therefore I don't want to hang out. But to put a condition on someone in order to hang out, I think is a bummer. So this person left me a message this week and I was like, I was like 50, 50 about calling him back, but I decided to do it and I'm glad I did. <clears throat> and we talked for a little bit and kind of caught up except for, I was like, you know, that last phone call we had, I wasn't super cool with. I didn't really like it. And the person gave some like kind of vague apology. And then they said, well, I just want you to know that I really care about you and I love you. And we're there to help your family anytime you need it. And I said, you know, I appreciate that. Except for like, all I've heard from you in this phone call is like, you're wanting to help me. But there's nothing you really seem to want from me. And he's like, yeah, that's correct. I go, okay. Well, just so you know, I don't really want to be your project. And I don't think our friendship, if we're going to call it a friendship, is going to go very well. If I feel like you're just in this to try and help me or fix me. And this is what I've learned. I could be projecting into this, but my experience, I, I recognize this position because I was on the other side of it for a long time. Where going under the Christian brand name, which is a moral majority, it was the position of power in our country for a long time. I think it might be on its way out, hopefully. But it hasn't been. I said all sorts <laughs> of things like, oh, I love these people, whether they're homeless or especially people that weren't of our belief system you know we were trying to convert them and i would hang out with them but i always felt like i had something to offer them mm -hmm. and they had nothing to offer me so i was like kind of always trying to convert them so one way to look at it is it's not it was never really a friendship with people outside my religion i always viewed them as a project and it sounds so good to say and this person said to me you know i i believe jesus loves everyone and because I said, oh, the person said I was, like, dangerous. And I said, well, why would you hang out with me? Why would, why would you call me your friend if I'm dangerous? And he said, well, Jesus basically wants me to. I was like, well, that's really nice, but. And shitty. <laughs> so you're, I'm like, you know, your trial that you're going through. Which, you know, I totally get it. Like, I've been there. Like, I've been that person, and I've done that thing, but. And it feels kind of like the only way you can, quote unquote, love someone when you're in this superior moral moral position. And this is the punchline is for me, I would tell people I love them. But really, it's kind of a pompous, proud way to say to myself, especially, I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. So... You know, it sounds nice, but actually there's not much nice about it, I don't think. And I think about this, like, cult that we stayed at on the AT. And these guys, like, so there was this, like, sharing time on, on a Saturday morning. And I I was like, fuck it, I'll share something. So I, I shared, like, my little minute's worth of whatever that I felt, like, related to the topic. And afterwards, this person was like oh, man, I really appreciated what you shared. 
by the way, it makes me nervous. Where does this cable go to? Why is it just hanging out? Oh, that's the hard drive. <laughs> this person said, oh, I really appreciate what you shared. I'd like to hear more about it. <clears throat> so, of course, I'm like, sweet. I'm, I, like, made an impression. Like, I did, you know, I was, like, trying not to embarrass our family because whatever. We're, we didn't fit into the cold We're dressed well. like hikers. And, uh, okay, so I'm talking to her. And she, like, says, like, what I said. She repeated it back and, and like, asked me something. And I talked for, like, 10 seconds, and then she, like, interrupted me and then proceeded to talk for, like, 15 minutes about what she believed about something or other. It was, like, the same script they'd been saying the entire weekend we were there. And that's when I realized, oh, you actually don't care what I say. You didn't want to hear more about me. You were just using that as an intro to talk about the thing that you feel the most qualified in. Mm -hmm. So cults are filled with terrible listeners. And I think... I don't like to identify us being a part of a cult, but we had we were involved in, I think, culture on a spectrum. And one thing that I know about my previous life, my belief system, it made it so that it was very hard to listen to people that had different beliefs than me. I was I was so hell bent on preaching, pounding this one drum like really loud, or that you had anything to learn about someone else who has. A different perspective than yeah. you. No, it was... They were like... Which is really sad. It's a sad way to live. I, I didn't know that at the time, though. And that's where this yeah, person on the phone, I, I was hearing this. Yeah. And I could just be like... You know, they felt so bad for me. And I'm like... It was so weird because we're, we've been in the best two years of our life. I'm like, dude, you don't need to feel bad for me. Like, don't try and fix me. But he legitimately, like... You know, I don't know. It like Maybe wants to be there for me, but I, d- I also cared. You know, so I don't think it's bullshit. But then it's also bullshit because <clears throat> it comes from a belief system that is incapable of truly loving or truly caring for someone. So I think getting a little more introspective for me, one thing I realized is the best way to love people. I think is to appreciate them. Hmm. So, like, I remember th- when we first started hanging out with some gay folks, it was, it was the same thing. I thought they were, like, living a bad lifestyle, and I was trying to help them and fix them and save them from all this pain, childhood trauma, whatever. And I didn't really appreciate them because I, all I could see them for, them for was this certain trait that I considered sub-spiritual. Right. And... You know, the irony is I'm busting my hump, like busting my ass trying to help and love them and, you know, be Jesus to them or whatever the fuck. But I didn't ever really just like like them. I couldn't Mm -hmm. because I saw them as this one characteristic. Yeah. And. And I don't think that means I'll ever be able to help them because I'm really just trying to fix them. Or, or they can't them. ever help you either, the, for the, the matter. Yes, they will never be able to help me. Yeah, even if they could. Because I'm not open to right. it. And that's what I felt like was going on today. This guy was, he was saying he was trying to help me, but it came from this higher up position. It, it generally does. But he couldn't appreciate me. And that just means it's kind of sad because I'm like, well, I get, I, I just included in my head. And I kind of told him, you know, like, I don't think we could be friends. Like, uh, 
Now, that doesn't mean I'm like, I'm never going to talk to you again or whatever, but that's not what friendship... Now, it's, it's one thing, like, I'm not saying he can never help me, but a good friendship, it's reciprocal. Like, we each add value. And he kept on asking, like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, do, you, do I need to... Because I said, can I help you? And he's like, no, I don't think so. I was like, okay, well... He, so he's like, can we not be friends? And I was like, well, if you don't appreciate me at all, if you're, like, just trying to do this because your Sunday school teacher said to, like, hang out with me, like, I'm your assignment, I'm not really interested in being an assignment. I, mean, I got I got people to hang out with that actually like me, I think. I mean, not a whole lot. Mostly just you. <laughs> I like you. Yeah. Yeah. Well... So, okay, I didn't even really want to talk about that, but that's what's been on my mind. But I'd like to transition to um, coffee shop. Ben and I went on a date tonight and ended up at a uh, coffee shop, had some coffee, and just were reading our own perspective books. We've been having fun on our dates. Yeah. Because the last two nights we've gone to Smashburger. And then I got there, like, if you buy $50 worth of gift cards, you get, like, $15 in smash uh, burger points or something. Because, mm-hmm. like, everyone's doing that holiday thing. And I love those things because I buy the hell out of those things, which gives you, like, 30% off. Yeah. And then I use the pat, like, the actual app. And then on the receipt, it gives you a free... Uh, a free, like, appetizer side. for an entree or something. So we're just racking up the points I mean just racking up the points and Cammy doesn't even care but I do not like you do <laughs> um, and then we go to Starbucks and we split a large peppermint mocha and these Starbucks workers peeps are like super cool and split up our drink and put uh, whipped cream on each one on each one and we got and like little, a, a mug and little sprinkles like an actual on each mug. one really oh, I didn't see that Actually, or no, it was probably syrup. Like, today it was syrup, but it's supposed to be sprinkles. They always they, they run out and they don't tell yeah. you. I I was know. pretty satisfied. Now I'm frustrated because I like <laughs> sprinkles. Now that you mention it, I wanted my sprinkles. Well, it's only like once a year they give them. Oh really? I didn't know that. Okay. If I complain about the drink, I can get a free one. <laughs> but I don't think I should. But maybe I. Ben's won't. such a hacker. I love it because I'm such I'm not a hacker and I don't think there's anything wrong with being a hacker but he's always hacking the system. Um I don't consider it hacking by the way. Well, some of it, but exploiting the system? No, that's even meaner. It's okay, sometimes. Sorry. I mean, I can't do that. But this is like expressing my desire. Oh. Like I mean, I actually am disappointed that they didn't have okay. the little peppermint sprinkles. Yeah, that's on there. maybe that's a separate thing. You're right. I am also a hacker, but Okay. I I appreciate that aspect of you. I think a lot of people just see it as negative. I don't think it. I don't think it is. It can be. It can be. It has been in the past at times. Um. <clears throat> okay. So we're sitting there, and I'm reading. Oh my gosh! I do not know how you read that book. We we did this podcast episode on the book, The Carpenter, the Gardener, and then I was like, I'm gonna read it. If you see it from a scientific angle and learning about sociology science i think that might help maybe i mean there are parts of that book that are definitely dry and boring but all right but your book 
I just yeah. want to share with this experience because. Yeah, I'm reading a book right now called Unconditional Parenting. Moving from Rewards and Punishment to Love and Reason is the subtitle. And it's by a guy named Alfie Cohn. K-O-H-N. Link um, in description. <clears throat> and it's been challenging for me. Um, I think we've moved in this direction a lot over the years. But we still have quite a bit of the way we parent being kind of the punishment reward type system it's not even stuff you would think about like he even puts praise in that category like don't do it yes don't, don't praise because, because it's, it's an award system that then kids do stuff just praise. just to get the award. oh there's another subtitle <clears throat> there's like two subtitles the second subtitle is a provocative challenge to the conventional wisdom about discipline yeah okay so can you just tell a story because i i, I want to be specific and not general like let's just so ben and i or at least i have felt this tension recently um and it's been pretty much our whole parenting time but more recently i felt that i i have this intuitive sense where i don't like i don't like punishing i would i'm probably actually more towards the reward so it's really doing the same thing according to this guy but um, I just, I like want to more talk through with the kids, almost talk to death probably. Because, sorry, can I, I just want Yeah, to, go for it. I don't think everyone might be on the same page with yeah. why punishments and rewards are the same. Yeah, we but, probably should clarify that. But the reason is, are you burning on my beard hairs in your ashtray? Yay. That's weird. Um, TMI. Um, punishments and rewards are both like external behavior modifiers yeah and while they can get pe- kids to do things or anyone really uh they don't fundamentally change the primary motivation or the heart and one of our obsessions as parents and even from a faith perspective is how do we how do we help a child our children like cultivate their heart uh, so that they can have this internal change in their heart versus external change. Which is, we think, way more valuable. Than just, like, being a nice kid or being a well-behaved kid. Great. Okay, so. Okay. So I I just felt like, I was like, oh, I as I was reading this, I, I felt, like, kind of validated in a way. I also felt kind of, like, shitty, and I don't think that this is this guy's intention, but, you know, just like, oh, man. I've done all these things, and I think that's fine. Like, Tammy feels like that every time she yeah, learns I something get, new. She thinks, "Oh, I'm so I have all this like regret doing this, which I like before. just have to like get over mm. and and move on." But um, because we're always learning and growing. Um, but I felt validated because I I just felt like a lot of the things that I was intuitively feeling. Even with like Rainier is a really good example because, you know, he'll just whine and whine and Ben looks at the way I deal with him and I f- think he sees him that, oh, he's, I'm letting him walk all over me. And in some cases that is, is true. And then in other cases, I'm actually trying to listen to him and trying to figure out what's the best way to communicate with him, to even to love him. And sometimes that looks like 
letting him completely freak out and just kind of sitting in that um, because I don't always know what to do and I don't want to just like jump to reward or punishment or, or all that. But then this like also made me realize like I've had something in the back of my mind too where I just didn't like all of like we don't have a ton of rules in our house I don't feel but we have definitely have some especially for our morning routine like they need to be downstairs at a certain time they need to do this need to do that we have a schedule to keep well and the bottom line is with six kids we're always enforcing rules and then put the spoon here and our way of doing that with the food out with the older kids especially the four older kids is because we give them like a free allowance every week it's not contingent to chores they do but if they um don't follow through with one of the rules that we have laid out then we'll charge them a certain amount of money for it and i kind of like kind of something didn't feel quite right about doing that again not that it's like morally wrong or anything but i just was like is that the best way um to teach them whatever we were trying to teach them or to relate to them and so I just kind of brought that up to Ben and he just listened and then I had just this idea and my idea was Hang are you on. ready to transition to that no well, the cat's down here yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> our house is becoming a fucking zoo because Seven I just went to the pet store with Seven today and he purchased two parakeets so now we have two parakeets a cat and a dog and dove still has a bunny at a friend's house so we're eventually going to be getting back but i've never had that cat on a podcast before (laughs) all right can you go on your way bye bye leo um no i think you need to share the example of seven you you were like calling me out you're like you said something about me being sarcastic, oh. and then you said something about. Yeah, well, I don't he. Remember. I hesitate to even say this because I think this can be such a loaded term, but. Say it. He Our said. He it. said that um, he listed a few different things, and I forget all of what they were, but one of them was sarcasm, and that sarcasm actually actually can be a form of emotional abuse with kids. And I think I've noticed with with Ben that he deals with seven more often than any of our other kids talking to him sarcastically about things instead of more straightforward. Um, And maybe it's better than, you know, yelling at the kid. Um, You can maybe argue that. But it just made me think like because I've actually been bothered by that for a while. and and uh yeah so I, I just told ben that i was like oh that's interesting that he called it that because i actually have felt um bothered by that your form of communicating with seven and not that you're all you don't always communicate that way but that's a very um usual way <laughs> it happens quite often so cammy says this and i like instantly feel like defensive like just my i don't know things like started to tighten a little bit you know 
Your sphincters. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just had to say it. No. Not my sphincter. My neck. Okay. Your muscles. Yeah. Your muscles. Sir, I know you have sex ed on the brain. Please. I know. I sure do. Oh, my gosh. Can we pause and talk we about can't, that? We cannot not talk about Okay. Today's sex, sex ed topic is intercourse. Okay. And pregnancy, which is a byproduct of intercourse. So I'm showing up to sex ed week three, and I'm like, this is going to be great. Cammie's teaching this. I'm like, heck <laughs> yeah. This will be so much fun. And this is what Cammie says. She goes, okay, so intercourse happens when a penis goes in a vagina, and then you make a baby, or pregnancy happens. Oh, and here's a cross-section of a female while pregnant. There's the placenta. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at a female sawed in half on our chalkboard and looking at all these, like, boring internal things. And I'm like, wait. Ben's like, wait a second. There's so much more to be said about this. I'm like, this is supposed to be the most interesting topic in the entire world. To Ben. And I'm, like, falling asleep here (laughs) because you, like, your way of explaining intercourse took about five seconds i was just very matter of fact a little too matter of fact not just matter of fact i'm fine with matter of fact it was like five seconds long and i was like wait a second this is this should be way more interesting so i made it i think i asked some good questions you did that made it way more interesting and got yeah it some airtime. yeah i think we spent almost an hour talking about this stuff and if it was my thing it would have spent like 10 minutes no it would have been five seconds okay five seconds on the (laughs) sex part and then like eight minutes eight and a half minutes on like pregnancy and you're like talking oh the normal pregnancy is 38 to 40 weeks actually people think it's nine months but it's really 10 months and i'm like because that's what i'm passionate about and not that i'm not passionate about sex but Okay, you have sex that's way why, more than you're pregnant. That's why, yeah. So I have some mental blocks for sure, but that's why we're both teaching it because we it's both true. have things to offer and things to bring. Yeah. And I'm glad you're there to ask the questions because I would have just talked for literally five seconds probably. Okay, so that was our sex ed class. But so no, I was getting a little tight at Starbucks, but actually just a little. It was just, like, instinct. Yeah. Because I felt like you were calling me out. You were. Yeah. I think you did it in a really great way. Um, I mean, you weren't attacking me. You, I believe that you want what's best for me and our family and our kids. But it's just hard hearing that basically... I mean, I don't know what it is. Like, to be honest, I think part of it is I don't like hearing from a woman how to do my job. I don't know if it's because I think women are less than or whether maybe you don't know what it's like to be a guy or sure something like that. <clears throat> and I, li- I don't like being told I'm doing something wrong or that there's a better way that I didn't think of. Um, and I'm, I'm really trying to be honest here because... This is like, this was like really internal and very quick. So I'm even just like processing this out loud. And I didn't tell you this at the coffee shop because I knew we were recording this and I didn't want to repeat myself because then I feel like it'd be fake. (laughs) Um, But that did go through my mind. But besides that, I'm actually 
way, way, way excited about this idea. Hmm. But it's scary to me because a lot of our discipline, I mean, Cammy said we have a lot of rules and stuff. The reason is it just works. It is so much easier to just create rules and not think about it, I think. I think it works. I think it works. And I think it works only to an extent. It works it, for some things. It minimizes. <clears throat> for some goals. Cha- chaos. Right. For that goal. Yes. And it creates a sense of order. Which I, like, appreciate. But then I'm also like, when are we going to move past that? Like... Well, and I'm really good at this type of thing. Like, yeah. I can create order and achieve goals and manage groups of people. And it's really my strong suit, and I really lean into that. And I think what Cammy's pointing out is that our household reflects that personality type a lot more than mm-hmm. I think yours, actually, or what this book is saying, which I don't even know what this book is saying, but I just know there's – I mean, I bought the books. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read them yet. Son of a bitch. You bought it. Well, no, I bought them because I believe in it. Yeah, no, that's it, cool. I just, it would have been nicer for me to read it and come to some conclusion. It would have felt better than you calling me out. That It would have felt better to yeah. my ego. Yeah. But I'm glad sure. you brought it out. In fact, yeah. I think for our relationship, this achieves far more other goals mm. of like, I want you to speak up and I want to listen to you and I want your voice to be louder in our marriage and in our family. Yeah. Because I think the times that you've been silent, our family has suffered. And I could like, but I had this, you know how I knew that I didn't want to hear it was I wanted to like make a joke. Like, because you said these things and I wanted to like, I don't know, say like, oh, so you're God's gift to my life now. Or just something that kind of <clears throat> like discounted what yeah. you were saying. Yeah. Not like overtly by saying, I'm not listening to you. But kind of like... Oh, this is too hard for me to listen kind to. Kind of like making light of it. Yeah. Yep. But I don't know. I think it's really important. Yeah. And I I think I... It was cool a cool moment for me because I... To speak out like that is is big for me to do. And I think the kind of... I think it's been hard for me to fight or to say this is what this is how I want to parent because the way I want to parent first of all isn't perfect by any means um, but it, it creates more of these like long-term relational goals that I want instead of short-term uh, chaos reducing chaos and like everything working well and so what's hard is because if i'm going to say like let's change the rules get do away with the rules bring the kids in on it like it's gonna create i it might create more chaos but i also guarantee it'll create create more chaos it'll create more frustration in the short run but i I believe there's something that he's hinting on, like in the long run, it actually starts to create more healthy, like relations between everyone and like kids feel, I think, more heard and the kids feel less frustrated or feel more empowered. And I, 
And I actually think that is even important for a two-year-old, but it's definitely important for like our 17-year-old. So I don't know, but it do, it's very like, it's going against this grain, basically. I mean, and this is why I bought the book, because I um, knew that it was going to do that. At least it was going to make us think about it. And by the way, this is not a book report or a book recommendation. If the book's good, we very well could end up doing a whole other podcast on it. Um, so we're not there yet. Um, but, you know, this is where my brain goes <clears throat> instantly because I've had enough of this experience. Well, if we don't have rules, then what? And I think what people think is, well, it's just going to be absolute fucking chaos and everyone's going to hate their kids. But I'm not willing to do that. So then the next step, the, the option C, or really the only other viable option is if some if someone does something, let's say um, they leave their dishes out. Okay, The far easier thing to do is to say, hey, you broke the rule. Pay the consequence. And you just leave it at that. Now, if you don't have the rule to lean on, you still need to communicate with the person. But now you need to communicate in a way that involves, like, uh, your personhood. Your feelings. Yeah, you need to basically say, like, hey, I don't like it when you leave um, the dishes out. And this is why. Yeah. And this is how it makes me feel. It makes me feel disrespected. It makes me feel chaotic. It's a lot more vulnerable. It's so much easier just to like point to some rule as if the rule is magic. And the problem with that other way, I think, is it doesn't really build the relationship much, which is what you're saying. Yeah. And it kind of creates this, well, I'm the rule maker and you're the rule follower hierarchy. And it doesn't like cultivate inward motivation like if you he uses this example with with especially with little kids when they share let's say they share their brownie with their friend and you're like good sharing and then the kids are actually less likely to share the next time because they're waiting for the praise they do it for the praise they do it you almost ruin the actual event yeah, there's not this inward motivation of like, I want to share my brownie because I like you or because I see that you're sad because you don't have a brownie. You know, those types of motivations. And so with like even cleaning the kitchen, like, you know, maybe we're short circuiting something there where, you know, for our kid to, to say, oh, wow, uh, me leaving my dishes out actually makes my mom feel like sad or frustrated or uh this is inconvenience in me and that's a better lesson for them to learn than just like well five dollars for you you know yeah so and i don't have a problem with parental hierarchies like in a way like obviously with four-year-olds when i yell at my four-year-old to stop and not run in the street Mm-hmm. I think they should listen to me and I think I should like enforce it because that's like life or death. Yeah. But and, I, and I think he would <clears throat> agree, but I think he, you know, this author is just trying to say like, if all of our parenting methods point to just control and manipulation and authority, it kind of, 
it's just very one way to see that relationship. But the older my kids get, I mean, when they're three and I'm 35, or in this case, we have a two-year-old and I'm 39, so I'm, you know, 37 years older than this person. 37 years seems like a lot. But then when they're 40, you know, and I'm, what, 77... I guess in a way it still seems like a lot, but when you look at thousands of years, 37 years is a speck on a timeline. Yeah. And all of us humans, like, we're kind of, we have we a lot more. kind of all want the same thing. We have a lot more in common than we'd like to yeah. think. Yeah. So. <clears throat> like, an, and even a two-year-old can feel when they're being disrespected or when their wishes or preferences aren't considered at all. So I, I would like to work more towards fostering a sense of equality and, and value hmm. and hierarchy than to focus so much on, listen, I'm the boss, like shut up your little shit and listen to me. Right. Which is how a lot of parenting feels. That, that's so much the easier way. It's like, do what I said, why? Because I told you to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the age old thing. Right. All right. Well... Yeah. So I just wanted to share that because, I mean, it could represent a big change for our family coming up here, and I wanted you guys to hear the way it came about. It was, like, not my idea. It was Cammie's idea, and I don't like hearing Cammie's ideas sometimes, but I believe they're really good. And and even if it was a bad idea, let's say, let's say we, whatever that means, I still want to encourage Cammie to be vocal about her ideas because it's going to make our marriage and family run better. Um, and I know mm. how to shut those down. And my guess is out there in podcast audience land, there's people who their marriage or partnerships or relationships are stuck because one person has ideas but isn't speaking up. Mm-hmm. And if I have the <laughs> authority to speak a few pieces of advice out there there's two things that i would ask you to consider one is for the person who tends to be more loud or domineering the ben in the relationship is to try and listen and encourage the quieter one to speak up and the way i think i most can do that is not by being like all right talk now hurry up it's your turn (laughs) But it's yeah, actually two seconds. It's actually by responding positively when you do, even if I don't like it or agree. By yeah. saying, hey, I'm glad you had the courage to speak up. Right now, it's hard for me to hear it, but I'm really glad you said that. Right. Or something like that. But the second is, to the camis out there, the quiet ones, please don't give up. My guess is that at times you guys have said something been rejected or shut down and then i think what happens is people are like well that didn't work i'm done Mm -hmm. and or you think your ideas or thoughts aren't as good or aren't worth mentioning yeah and that's just like that's just not true and um i don't know a lot of the when i talk to couples some people come to us for advice still Uh, I don't know why, but they do. And they like to hear our opinion. And honestly, the the biggest opinion that I've given recently is, is listen to your spouse, not listen to my idea, but 
quite often in a relationship. You know that whole Paula Abdul opposites attract. How does that go? How does that go? It's I can't sing it. It's like an '80s song. Oh, I probably do. Our audience knows they're from this era. <clears throat> You'd recognize it. You totally recognize it. Oh, I'm sure it. I would. Um, but the thing that attracted to your spouse is probably that they're different from you, which means that they have different strengths and different weaknesses. And and they probably know you more than other people do. Yeah, they Anyways. care about you, and they, yeah. they actually care about your kids more than anyone else on the planet. And um, and we can go to counselors, but really I quite often the role of a counselor, I think, is just to facilitate clearing blockages between the two decision makers the a counselor shouldn't really tell you what to do they should help you give you the tools to help you figure it out mm-hmm. um right but all that to say i think a lot of times when relationships are stuck or family situations suck uh then the tools to fix it are actually within the family itself already like people feel things they have intuition they know and that's what you said to me you said i had i've had this intuition for a while mm-hmm. um but either you'd given up on it or you didn't trust it or we didn't have a type of relationship where i was drawing it out of you or or, or I, I needed this guy to like spell it out in different words and then i was like oh hey what i was feeling feels validated to me enough to say it in this way so I would just say sometimes it takes a while and saying something once <clears throat> and someone turning you down does not mean you get to hold that opinion inside of you for the rest of your life. Because I think I've mentioned in one way or another the sarcastic thing like probably three times to you before. And then so this would have been the fourth time. So I didn't give up. Um, and a lot of times I have given up. So, But that's a, that's a cool story to say like, oh, I, you know, didn't give up on this. All right, change topics. Are you ready? I think so. Okay, you know what we're going to do now? Oh, some we're gonna, dating game? Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we have 18 minutes left, and I really want to do this. I think it'd be fun. Oh, my gosh. I got what Tinder. I put it on your phone. It's... And I got Tinder this week because, like, there's one night I couldn't sleep. You put me on there? No, not yet. You're going to put yourself on there. Oh, gosh. Okay. I've never dated. I I... This is going to be so cool. Wait, my school is? Okay, I'm skipping Yeah, enter your school. Okay. Oh, are I you skip- skipping that? How are you going to meet people? Wait, can I go back? Okay. What do I put? Okay, fine, skip it. But S- just because we don't have much time. Okay, skip my best pick. Oh, good Yeah, get Lord. a good pick. I want to... Um, Wait, camera roll. Okay. I want to try and see if we can find each other on Tinder. I spent five minutes on this. No, it's probably... I'm lying. It was probably 15... I gotta 20. enable settings on my phone for, for what? For photos. How do I do that? Wasn't there just one button you can push? Mm-mm. Like, look, grant access. Okay, go to settings. Photos. Uh, read and write. Okay. Siri search cellular data. Okay, you're good. Okay. So, so go now, back to it. okay. Uh, okay. Let's create your new account. Get started. Okay. My so many password. people have talked about this. I mean, because Cammy and I never dated. I was like, everyone's like saying like swipe right. It's on like every TV show. Is that show. our normal password? Yeah, it's already entered. Okay. Just push okay. continue. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna make my profile. Okay. I I put a. I felt bad about doing this because um, I knew I wasn't actually gonna meet anyone. So I just put a picture of our table. 
But now I'm going to put a picture of my I am a woman. Okay. Oh, I'm putting a picture of me in a Speedo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, look at that. Dude, I hope this doesn't actually work. Move to the front of my profile. Add a profile. Okay, there's my my picture. It's me in a Speedo. I have to pick a picture. Do one where you're cute. No, I'm going to do a fugly one. What's that mean? I'm just kidding. Um, just uploading my picture. It's taken a while. I shouldn't put one with you in it. Because then they'll think, wait, wait a second. Well, no, that's fine. We got You got to just keep it moving here. All right, <coughs> I'm going to do the sexy one here. Are you on the AT? No. Whatever. Just. What about this one? Great. Well, that one you're actually hot. Not as hot as me in a speedo. Ben's like, wait a second. <laughs> okay. Success. Your photo has successfully uploaded. Okay, done. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to edit my info. What does this mean? It's pulsing. Uh, it's probably finding mates. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to say about me. Uh, looking for a girl <laughs> with small boobs <laughs> really yeah i like small boobs <laughs> all right um how would they know that unless you put like your boob size is that somewhere in there well no they they read my bio and then they swipe if they like me who oh. can homeschool <laughs> six kids <laughs> likes lots of sex and, and cigars long walks long walks oh yeah and smokes cigars okay i think this is gonna land me some fish job mine, title no why I, is mine okay. still doing this i think i don't know it's probably looking for mates it's like oh sorry okay. <laughs> nothing there there yeah <laughs> well let me let me see if i can fix yours here so why are you so nervous about this? I don't know. You said it's like a dating thing. That's kind of funny. Yeah, but you don't have to date anyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, why is your thing taking so long? It's like this red pulsing thing. Let's restart the app and see if that works. Mm. Okay, allow location. Allow. Oh. I didn't Keep want. me posted. No, no notifications. No. Okay. Please, please, no. So you gotta like talk about what you see on there. All right. <laughs> what? I already have top picks. Can I just say maybe later? What does it say? You gotta read. Okay, so it's got three guys on here, and they That's all it. look like they're in their late twenties, early thirties, maybe. Yeah, see, that's a way to get you to pay more money. Okay, Click no. Click maybe later. Maybe never. Okay. See, now mine's trying oh, to sell me Oh, here we go. Gold. Okay. Okay. So this guy named Martin, he's 38. He's a hockey um, inline right. Swipe player. around the world. So wait, what do I... If I swipe left to say nope? If you swipe left, it means you don't like him. If you swipe right, you... Okay. Oh. So I want to see if we can find each other. There's He's a like dentist, 
42 years old. Christy? Billy, no. 37, Ford Motor Company. Cynthia's 33. She looks like she wants to have sex Nick, right 36. now. 36. <laughs> Left. No. Jennifer's 45. Jason, Massage therapist. 36. A picture with Santa. Nope. DF 46. Oh, look at this. Jennifer no. 45. It says. Bart 36. Drinking beer with. What is I, that kind of hat? <laughs> that's like an Eskimo hat. Okay. This guy says. Nope. I love to spend. <gasps> you found, found you. <laughs> okay, swipe right. Oh, swipe or, right. No, I think if you swipe <gasps> up, I it's just, like. Oh, I just did you right. Dang it. What do you mean right? You're supposed to do me right. I did, but it didn't go up. That's fine. Oh, okay. Maybe. Okay, now I gotta find you. Hang David, on. David, thirty-five. Okay. Jennifer looks. No. I love to spend my time with family and friends 31. as much as possible. Listen, I love outdoors, especially hiking and camping. I kind of like this guy. Swipe right. <laughs> okay, that's weird. Oh, uh, do not. No. Did not vote for Donald Trump. I'm not looking for short-term no. flings or hookups. Commitment phobes oh, need crap. not apply. I'm I not just swiped right, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> Whoops, Eric, thirty-seven. I'm to... Nope. I'm trying to swipe right on this person. No. <clears throat> Lauren, 38. Nope. Geraldine. Nope. Nope. Well, that guy looks nice, but nope. You got it. Bill, 39. Nope. Oh, he had some hair. Robert, 36. No. Daniel, 35. No. Kevin, 35. Ashley. No. This is like what's crazy Another about this? Another Ben, thirty-six. No. Clayton, thirty-seven. No. You gotta describe like what Johnny, you're seeing a little bit. Thirty-seven. I don't know what so, I'm seeing. Well, look. If you push, if you tap right, it shows different pictures of them. Oh, see that? See, look. It shows you how to do it. Or if you push oh. the eye, it tells you information about them. Okay. But Johnny, two miles away. I'm laid back. Hard worker. I can party with the best i almost get along with anyone i can okay no i don't it's not my type beth 39 freddie 45 no michael 40 he does not look 40 oh this person's a phlebotomist gross tolerant to any and all thoughts looking to connect no eric 41 miles away laid back artistic table oh there you are oh i found you okay Cammy, one mile away. I'm thinking about swiping left. <laughs> left? Now look, see, here, check this Wait, out. Wait, left? <clears throat> that would be a nope. I'm just kidding. Oh, that's not very look, nice. Look, if I swipe up, <clears throat> watch, look. Hmm. It says, get notified when Cammy swipes you right. Do I want to be notified? But I already did. Yeah, why doesn't it tell me? Uh, Swipes you right. Mike. I, I'm going to write, I want to be notified. 36. I write bikes. Oh, see, look, they're just. Oh, tap to chat with Ben. Hang on. Okay, I have a chat. new match. <laughs> okay, look, it's trying <gasps> Wait, to send where'd me you go? It's a match. Look, oh. you super liked Cammy. I'm going to do a screenshot. Where did you go? You went somewhere. So okay. now it's giving me the match. It shows us, look, a little heart. Look. Oh. Can you guys see nice. this? I'm going to show the camera. There's a little That's heart scary. there with Cammy and I. Okay, keep swiping or send message. I'm going to send you a message. Let's see how this works. I can send Bitmoji. I don't know what that is. See when Cammy answers. 
Oh, Ooh, it, this whole that thing. That guy has a beard. Hey, why are you still looking at other people? Oh, sorry. That is a nice beard, though. Get tinder gold. No, thanks. Okay, what... So what do I do now? Are you doing <laughs> tonight? Question mark. Send. All right. So then, okay. Oh. What are you doing tonight? Okay, I'm going to like that. A heart. Ooh, and then up a heart. I'm going to say... I'll look for a gift for you. Not much. Oh, the... F Looking for... <laughs> That's funny, looking for love. I was just going to say looking for well, love. Well, it's the first gift, and it shows this guy with a giant telescope that says looking for love. I think that usually means looking for sex, which... Okay. Not much. I was going to say that anyways, looking for love. Okay. So. Uh, want Wait. to get together? I wonder how people actually, what they actually say. I don't know. No, these are like strangers they're typing to. Yeah. Here you go. I sent you a picture of seductive looking. Chick. Dang, that girl's licking her lips. Mm -hmm. You mean that? Yeah, of course oh. I do. Okay. So how do we move, how do we escalate this? <laughs> I don't know. What's that flag up to the right? Want to meet up. Um. Send. Yep. Send. Come on. You can't just... Oh, maybe I'm supposed to... Uh, am I the guy I'm supposed to initiate no, this? No, this is the 21st century. Well, then why don't you say more than yep? Uh... Okay, My, where... You're supposed to say something like... Where? I yeah. like your Speedo, or like what's underneath it, or okay. love to... I'd love a back rub. You know, you're supposed to say something that's like... Indicates what you want out of the relationship, you know? Otherwise, I'm reading this, and I'm just like, oh, this girl's like not interested. Whoa, you hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I... I think it's good for you that I'm married to you. <laughs> I don't think you'd really be able to figure this out. <laughs> and there's a gif of fire. I would. If I needed to, trust me, I would figure it okay, out. First of all, you talk very big, and I don't trust you. But I'm in this case, I'm glad. Um, This is not as interesting as I thought it was going to be. I guess we found each other, though. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, screwing around on... Okay, Bitmoji. What's crazy about this app is it's like... It's like this full-on experience with real people. But they have this thing, like, really... Um, like, what, what happens? Okay, so it... It shows like top picks, featured profile today. If I click to the top, and did you see what I sent you? No, I oh, didn't. You should. Oh, sent you a giphy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't have time for that right now. Oh yes, you do. Trust me. Really? Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. Oh wait, hang on. I'll get to there, but I want to talk about this just because I just saw how crazy this is. So it says get Tinder Gold. And it's trying to get me to get it like for a month. It's thirty bucks. 
get full access to top picks, unlimited swipes, see who likes you, match with them instantly, unlimited likes, one free boost a month. Okay, so boost, it says skip the line to get more matches. <clears throat> Control your age and distance, choose who sees you. So five free super likes a day, which then it says you're three times more likely to get a match. Mm. So basically, this is like, I think the way it works is if you pay 30 bucks, you can basically like meet up with someone in like 30 minutes guaranteed. That's the vibe I get off this. Wow. But it's just like a game. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, look, it's showing me, look at this, it's showing me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten girls that it thinks I'll like, but then these are all grayed out. <clears throat> because like, if I pay the money, then I can see them. I feel like this though is catered to a certain personality or certain personalities. Because I don't think I'd want to do this. Like it's very extroverted. Like, what do you mean? It's the most introverted thing you can do. You sit at home and push buttons. Yeah, but then you and if you actually want to ever meet someone, that's kind of like. Well, it's only for people that want to meet people. I mean, but, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, if you never want to meet anyone, but let's yeah. say you're lonely, what do you want to do? Like go out to a bar and talk to someone? No. I sure as hell. I'm just no, a little, you don't want to I'm go just to a, a church. little more traditional, I guess. No, I wouldn't want to go to church, but I just you know, if someone knew someone. It was like one of my friends is like, "Hey." I know this well, guy. Well, of course, that's like how it used to work. But this is what the kids are into nowadays. Okay, you sent me a giphy. Oh, I got another message from someone else. What? Do I read yours or hers first? Okay, this this one has... It the, was your Speedo. <laughs> look, this one has the, two, the touchdown. It says acne can be optional. What does that mean? Is this an ad? Oh, that's Acne can be optional. Acne sucks at I'm still any age. What? They're trying to sell me something for $20. That was my own. Oh, it's sponsored by Hims. Oh, that was my only other message. Okay, you're my only legit. Oh. Yeah. Hello. I told you you should Oh, my at... gosh. You sent me a lot. There's one of a naked person with hands, and then there's one with a finger going in a hole. Dang, girl. Uh, oh, wait. I have three matches. Three plus people already wait, liked how did you with find... you. Wait, do I not have any matches but no, you? you just got an account. I got an account like four days ago, mm. and then I just haven't looked at it. But uh, okay. I don't well, know that makes how you me find your matches. Better. But it's saying three people are like you match with them instantly. No thanks. <clears throat> but can I see them? It's not letting me see them unless I pay money. That's not happening. Huh. Can't see him. Oh, well. I got this. Cammy. it's a match. Okay. Yeah. Well, it says you're two miles away. <laughs> see ya. I want to send you a message that says I'll see you in bed tonight, but we have to wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that was our fun Tinder experiment. Uh, I think I'm ready to delete this off my phone now. <laughs> but it's that's a crazy world that is um okay um what helps us is if you think of someone that would benefit from this type of conversation 
uh, you could share it with them. And besides that, uh, we did not get any new phone things. So crickets to you guys. And... Oh, dang. <laughs> that's swiping left on our whole audience, yeah. can Ouch. No. I wanted to do this, but I can't. Okay. So uh, I have a feeling that some people, because there was a few vocal people, and yeah. then this is what I think is happening. I think they're like, oh, I ask a question all the time, so I'm going to give them a break. Oh. Don't do it. Just Fuck capitalize that. on if you, it. If, you want, if you're questions. wondering, I would so much rather hear from the same person that's asking questions than no one. Yeah. So Be the rock star. Bring it on. Um, And that's all we're going to talk about now. So I hope this was helpful for you. Hopefully maybe the first part uh, instead of the Tinder thing. <laughs> we're not very <laughs> but good. But maybe at, that was helpful. We're not very good at giving Tinder lessons. But honestly, like, I, I can see the appeal, actually. But, you know, it just it feels like a giant way for this company to make money off of people. Oh, sure. Off of people's um, desires. Desire to meet other folks. Yeah. And that kind of stuff pisses me off. Like, but, I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. All right. We'll see you guys next week on the Fight for Together show. Here's Flea saying goodbye. Thank you for listening to Fight for Together. We'll see you next time.